Consequence Podcast Network. This episode brought to you by Nick B. Nick B. Nick B. Fun fact today. Nick B. was in the Navy, remember? Yes. yes. In the British Navy. He was bit by a shark. What? <gasps> he pulled it out of the water and then he ate the shark. He ate wow. the shark? So he pretty much is Leonardo DiCaprio in the beach is what you're saying. Yeah. Nice. What does shark <laughs> taste like, Nick B? It tastes like tough chicken. Ooh. This episode also brought to you by... Ryan. Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Ryan helped me discover the greatest thing that I've discovered in probably a year is because I can't eat gluten. And so Ryan was Googling the um, ingredients list at Sonic and realized that I can actually eat the chicken strips at Sonic. So I ate the chicken strips and it was amazing because I hadn't eaten any in like five (laughs) years. So thank you so much, Ryan. You are my hero. For what? Coming up with the ingredients in the chicken strips at Sonic? She did. Yeah. And for properly Mm. labeling it and for uh, giving me the idea to Google it. To Google? <laughs> oh my God. This episode also brought to you by Matt. Hey, Matt. And Matt is from Sweden. Borka, Borka. All right, so Matt wants us to share with you guys some Swedish fun facts. So here's Ooh. mine for this week. ABBA is the fourth best-selling musical act in history Ooh. after Elvis, the Beatles, and Michael Jackson. And at one point, ABBA was second only to Volvo as Sweden's biggest exporter. Really? But they broke up in 1983, probably shortly after Mamma Mia. We now return you to another episode of The, the Patrioticals. So Isaac made Tristam into a cyborg Terminator person, and he has decided to destroy Mammaltopia once and for all. Right. Oh, no. He has a, a hell of a grudge, for sure. It's the Tristanator, right? Mm-hmm. After Matthew escaped uh, with Miggy Mac. So he gets Michael to get all the war rigs from Mad Max ready. They right. get the cyborg shit going on, and then uh, they are headed out, and, and Isaac is going too. They're headed out to Mammaltopia. Uh-oh. Right. Look out, mammals. They're leaving from Kansas and heading to Arkansas. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's Kansas and Arkansas. Yeah. So then uh, <laughs> you cut to Eddie. His spy owls have told him that the, the Mad Max stuff coming, so he's gathering up all the mammals. Wait, who's told them? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he is battening down the hatches. It's like Lord of the Rings kind of shit over there. Right, like Helm's Deep. Uh-huh, and he's gathering all the animals he can since he talks to the animals. To protect all the people that are in Arkansas. Right. <laughs> Tristam, he is driving one of the uh, war rigs or whatever, but he's got a, a tear going down his red cyborg eye because <gasps> he still feels feelings. Yeah. He finally learned to love. He's only been a robot for like a week. Did they just program him for sadness? <laughs> He's an emo yes. robot, Jen. He's just very sad all the time. He listens to like Fallout <laughs> Boy and he's like Panic at the Disco Dashboard on his way to, Holy to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Yes, they've definitely programmed him to be sad. Okay, so Mickey Mac is driving the motorcycle with the sidecar with the koala and Matthew. And Matthew tells him to stop. Uh-oh. That he, feel, he feels in his heart they need to go to the ocean. Okay. They turn and head towards the coast, and they're headed to the ruins of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I mean, so that's just like regular Myrtle Beach then. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. We've all seen Shag, okay? Yeah. Right, right. Matthew thinks he feels something there that they need to, like, fix everything. So then, but Mickey Mac, he's also feeding the koala the blood of his enemies that he kept in vials in his pockets. What? I don't think koalas drink blood, do they? This koala does. It's been pushed too far. He's been on a journey. If you remember, this koala's been with us since the Australian fire episodes. (laughs) So this koala's been around for a while. Which, if you're following world news, that was a long-ass time ago. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. Okay, so they're headed that way. Cuts to Kate still trapped in the Thunderdome. With just the pieces of her orangutan scattered around. Yes. Her orangaborg. <laughs> yes. And she's like, what? What's going on? And then um, she can't get out. But then the whole thing is like, it, like just, just destroyed off of her. And she thought she was going to get hurt, but she's not. And a bright light comes down from the sky. And she gets abducted by aliens. Holy what? shit. Wait. Hang on. I did not see that so- coming. <laughs> Wait, uh, hold on, okay. Mikey. Did we talk about Eddie? Yeah, Eddie's def- getting ready to defend the city. He yeah. uh, he sends out a big message to get all the mammals, and he really wants a lot of house cats, and, and he's got a plan with house cats. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait to see how it plays out. Yeah. So, what does Eddie want with all these house cats? What is Matthew looking for in Myrtle Beach? Is Kate gonna get probed? Find out <laughs> next week on another episode of <laughs> the, the Patrioticals. This episode finally brought to you by. Chris. Chris Chris just wants everyone to know that despite all of the bonkers shit going on right now, you are not yeah. alone, even though everything may seem crazy. Um, and that we hear you, we see you, um, and you're not alone, even though you might feel like you're alone. So if you would like to reach out and just kind of talk to somebody, the Facebook group is a wonderful place to do that. Yeah. Without your message, I would definitely feel alone. Well, Mikey, Mikey you, you are, are alone. alone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, team. Hey, guys, I've been trying to cure Alzheimer's. So what I've done is I've made <gasps> the theme music five times smarter. You've given our theme music will and desire, Todd. <laughs> So, Mikey, did you uh, fuck your neighbor yet? Okay, so she has agreed to make out with me if we have drinks together. Wait, really? This is something you talk about beforehand? That's not a talk. That's a negotiation. (laughs) You didn't flirt. You had a business transaction, dude. (laughs) Welcome to the Horror Virgin, everyone. I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd, which means I don't like scary movies, but you guys make me watch them. And this week, we have a special guest from the cult podcast, Armando Torres. So thank you so much for joining what? us. Hello. Hey. hey. It's uh, it's great to be here on the only place on the internet where it's not weird that a guy is proud to be a virgin. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> like that in an incel subreddit. <laughs> yeah. No, those are the ones where it's bad. Have you heard that new podcast, Horror Incel, where he's just like, why don't horror movies watch me? and no joke your episodes on the incels are amazing oh thank you so this week you guys made me watch deep blue sea i love (laughs) this movie have you guys seen this movie before i saw it in theaters you saw it in theaters mikey (laughs) oh my god i think i probably saw it in theaters too really yeah mondo wasn't old enough to go see it in the theaters no 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 (laughs) i was three years old but i have seen this movie before i saw it when i was a kid oh my god Okay, so this is my first time seeing the movie last night. So what did you guys think about it when you first saw it? Let's start with you, Mondo. When you first saw it as a kid, what did you think about it? So the way that I saw it when I was a child was that my dad told me that we were going to go to the beach. uh, But before, the (laughs) night before, he wanted to show me this cool new hit cinema classic, Deep Blue Sea. Uh Wow, okay. So he just wanted to make sure you never got in the water. Yeah, he was being a dick. He was trying to like play a little prank. But the best part is that it, it backfired on him because yeah. in my child brain, I was like, oh, shit, there's sharks in water. That means there's sharks in every source of water. So I was like, my toilet definitely has a shark in it. And I'm going to try to pee and I'm going to get bit like Samuel L. Jackson. And it's going to fucking tear me into the toilet. So... <laughs> 
between this movie and the shower scenes in it there was like a whole summer where i just refused to use bathrooms completely i was just like no Not really <laughs> I'll piss outside and I'll smell like a caveman. <laughs> so, Jen, you saw this in the theaters. What did you think about it when you first saw it? I love, love, loved it. I have yeah. a thing for shark movies just in general. And I mean, right. I say this. I understand what kind of movie this is. You know, I don't think yeah. this is Jaws, but it's just so much fun. I love it. It's a good shark movie that pays off. And it's got LL Cool J in it. And I love him. So, Mikey, you also saw it in the theaters. What did you think about it? I mean, it's no Jaws 3. Is Jaws 3 your favorite Jaws? Jaws 3 might be one of my favorite Jaws because it's definitely one of the worst ones. But it's got Dennis Quaid. Is that Jaws uh, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dennis Quaid working at SeaWorld and Jaws comes to SeaWorld to kill Dennis Quaid because he's the son of Chief Brody. Wow. And it takes place in like an underwater facility just like this movie, but I still really like this movie because it's real mm -hmm. dumb. So you like this movie even though it is a direct ripoff of Jaws 3D. Well, yeah. Just for my reference, is Jaws like Mikey's Stephen King? Just really dumb movies are my Stephen King. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, this movie's up there. <laughs> it is sort of a dumb movie, but I thought it was fucking <laughs> rad. Like, I really liked it. I didn't know what to expect, and it goes places, man. It really does go places, but I was on board for it. It does. It was real fucking mm -hmm. rad, and it wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. It was still, like, a few moments got me, but really only two, and we'll talk about them when, I, when we get to them. But in those two mm -hmm. moments really scared me, like, super scared me. Really? But, yeah. All of you guys are like, what? Anything <laughs> scared you in this movie? It, it this movie? Yeah, was it when the sea was blue? <laughs> <laughs> it's a scary movie, guys. Let's get into this fucking movie. All right. So we start with one of those double boats where it's like two <laughs> canoes with sailboats. I think they're it. called pontoon boats, Jen. It's a pontoon. Holy shit. <laughs> is that what a pontoon is? Uh, Seven teenagers duct tape two kayaks together <laughs> with plywood I mean, and a basically. sail. It's the rich version of that. Yes, they're called yeah. pontoon boats. You insane person. Well, you learn something new. Yes, you do. So, so yeah. MacGyver, MacGyver and his three friends are like, we got to go on the ocean. But all I got is two fucking rulers. Mm. So we start with a pontoon boat. There and you we go. have two couples, one couple for each tune on mm. the boat, if you will. I don't think you know what a... And they're not called tunes. <laughs> <laughs> the pawn is the connecting yeah. part, right? Yeah. That's why pawn two of them. Oh, but like, listen, no. Jen, it's not a foursome. It's still two couples about to have sex on their own sides of the boat. We've all been yeah, there, the guys. Twos. We've all yeah, been the twos. We've all been Standard yeah. erotic novel cover art, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is a little hot. If I was on this trip, it would be one couple having sex on the other side of the boat and the girl being like, so I'm not like super feeling it anymore. And I was like, so we just have to listen to our friends have sex while like we sit here and argue. And she's going to be like, yeah. Oh, snap. There is a whore incel podcast. <laughs> True. Or it's Mikey jumping into shark infested waters when the girl wants to have a DTR conversation. Yeah, like, with Mikey, the more realistic would be like, she's like, hey, where is this going? And you're like i don't know but i'm swimming back to shore immediately <laughs> that's, exactly. what I, that's what i that's what i cut my hand and i'm like well, i know what needs to be done <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there mikey we'll get there Calm yeah. down. okay so we've got a pontoon boat and we have couples and we've got a boom box with a teddy bear on top right and we got one couple on the pond side and one couple on the tune side right jen 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're both tunes, and there's in, like, I thought we just already went through this. So. Well, sorry, sorry, yeah. Are you not going to talk about the fact that they're not just any kind of people? They're 90s white people? Like, they're a very <laughs> Yeah. They're very 90s white people. 90s white people were apparently just orange people, which is something that really freaked me out. I had to check my TV settings. I was like, that's not how people should be. I don't even know if I can, but I think I need to adjust the tint on my yeah. screen. <laughs> but they are very, like, CW rejects. Yeah. yeah. Like, they couldn't get on Dawson's Creek, so they got on this pontoon boat. I'm going to say <laughs> pontoon a bunch of times because that's a new fun word I learned. All right. Um, so <laughs> we hear one of the girls is distressed because she hears a knock, and then we hear an even bigger knock on the pont part of the boat, which is the wood part <laughs> in the middle, technical fact yeah, for the you. the wood part in the middle, right. All right, and so the wine spills over, and because wine looks a little bit like like blood now there's blood in the water and but now that's, the shark not, is well, that's not how that works they're not bulls they're not going to get mad I because know. it's red no they, they, they smell blood in the water wine is not made from blood that's insane first of all wine is jesus's blood so don't fucking disrespect my <laughs> yeah. Lord. oh yes i forgot so what, what you're saying is this shark is just catholic yeah that makes yeah. sense second of all the shark didn't get angry because it saw blood it got wine drunk so it was just like i never actually read eat pray love i just told people i did ah. oh. i didn't go to india i went good, to y'all. indiana Ah. <laughs> so something's banging on the boat and the boombox falls in the water and the teddy bear of doom also slowly sinks to the bottom, implying yeah. the sinking yeah. morals of these couples because they're about to do it. And I bet they're going to have some just got rescued sex. I don't know if you guys saw this. The shark busts through and then the guy gives the girl head. Did you guys see that? He <laughs> oh, like yeah. legit headbutts her mm-hmm. and they left it in the movie. Like he hits her face hard and with the back a- of his head. So the shark busts up through the pontoon boards and they're all like oh fuck you there's a shark in the middle and then they all fall in the water which is where the shark is so that's where Mm -hmm. you don't want to go yeah you don't go to the shark's home i mean i went to college so i know that sharks live in the water so i wouldn't go there is that what you learned yeah he was a shark studies major they didn't (laughs) fall into the ocean they broke into the shark's foyer okay that's true (laughs) you know and there is a shark your ground law yeah and he was just trying to protect his ocean I know. Don't start telling me where sharks are again. I don't, <laughs> don't want to know. Oh, okay. man. All right. So they're all in the shark-infested water, and one couple's trying to swim back to the boat. I literally was like, oh, all of these motherfuckers are going to die. I did, too. And then sort of right when you have that thought... You see the Punisher shoot the shark with, like, some tranquilizer dart twice. The heavens part, and all we see are yeah. arms and a tranquilizer dart. <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> but those kids are, like, super lucky that he patrols those waters yeah. looking, like, to peep well, that- on kids that are making out in pontoon That boats. was his mm-hmm. shark. He's been looking for it everywhere. Yeah. He put up posters on all of the ocean's <laughs> telephone poles or whatever. They're called buoys. The buoys, yeah. Oh, buoy. So Thomas Jane gets him. I'm sorry. Carter Blake is the coolest coolest dude because todd was right he fucking shows he's fucking amazing he saves a day he shoots it with not one but two fucking tranquilizer Uh yeah he only shoots twice yeah and he hits a hundred percent of the shots he takes Mm -hmm. he's fucking wayne gretzky out there just shooting sharks (laughs) 
and just looking all buff and he's like hey what's up i'm carter but my bros call me uh-huh. c even though i'm buff and orange i'm also like incredibly poetic and deeply tortured <laughs> he's the han solo of this movie oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. and he even has an i know moment we'll get there. i didn't know that he was uh the protagonist of this movie until the end of this movie <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you he's like yeah they keep that pretty well hidden until the very end he's very attractive but his character is just like oh man you could die and i would have forgotten your name if i hadn't googled you yeah that's how it is for yeah. all the characters not samuel L or ll not russell mm. whatever his name was stellan skarsgård is in this movie too man uh, papa skarsgård hell yeah, yeah. ll cool j is the protagonist let's all be honest that's a hot take Let's get to oh, who God. I thought was the fucking protagonist, Dr. F- uh, Fish and Chips or whatever. Well, well, that's the next scene. Yeah, the next scene is you see Lady Doctor talking to her, like, I guess, investors, one of which is Samuel L. Jackson. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the other guy is an yep. old white dude you never see again. <laughs> yeah, he's the real winner out of all of this. Yeah, he's like a great uncle or Al Gore, you know? Hey, Tennessee Al Gore, man. <laughs> I know, you're talking you're talking our language there, Marco. <laughs> the last Democrat to come out of Tennessee, baby. We miss him. Yep. But I, I do like that she like tells this like sad story about how her dad had Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. And like every day she had to tell him the story about how her mom was dead mm-hmm. and like had to watch him like get crushed with that knowledge. I was like, then why do you fucking tell him every day? I know. Just, like <laughs> say she's out. She's on vacation. She's not there. What are you doing, you monster? Obviously, yeah. they hadn't seen 50 First Dates. They could have just made a video explaining that every day. And like just, <laughs> and just leave play. it in the room. Yeah. 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 She says the thing about, uh, about her tragic bad backstory and then al gore dude is basically like hey i hear your tragic backstory i'm sorry about your dad but you fucking suck at watching sharks do exactly this shark almost <laughs> killed some people yeah. and those people were definitely yeah. rich donors yeah children I, if you were a babysitter and one of your kids got out got drunk and tried to eat four orange people you'd be fucking arrested dude exactly yeah, i don't care would. how intelligent you've made those children i have a, a follow-up question why didn't they just do this in like a big aquarium? Yeah, I mean, that's a fucking great question. Why did they use sharks in the first place? Elephants' whole thing is that they don't forget. And they were like, nah, let's just use the right. bigger, bitier elephant. You don't want an elephant being five times smarter. That's all I'm saying. It turned into to a real circus, you know. <laughs> Nailed it. Anyways, so Lady Doctor, whose name is Susan, yes. she is just talking about, like, she's trying to restore human brain function. Samuel L. Jackson is an investor, and they're in deep shit because a shark got out and almost murdered a bunch of people. He just stands there, and he's like, hey, what's up? I also have a tragic backstory, but I'm not going to tell you about it until Act 2. Also, can you believe I was in Star Wars two months ago? <laughs> he actually was. This is that same year, yeah. How would they ever know that that shark comes from their company? Because it was big as fuck. He could have just been like, thank God I'm here to shoot this shark that was attacking y'all. I was just driving by. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The way that old white dude found out about it was that was his kid who complained to him. He's like, hey, Mm -hmm. Dad Gore, this guy almost killed me with his crazy shark. Right, well, those <laughs> sharks aren't labeled property of Samuel L. Jackson. They just look like sharks. What do you think this investment firm is called? Do you think it's just called Samuel L. Jackson? It's called Shark It's Tank. called Sharktopia. <laughs> yeah. Shark, shark this, is the, uh, uh, this is the original idea behind Shark Tank. He was just like, all right, bring me all your investment ideas. And if I don't like you, I'm going to feed you to my three big-ass sharks. 
<laughs> yeah. So we basically find out that she's going to have a Jurassic Park weekend with Samuel L. Jackson, who also was in Jurassic Park. Whoa. Hold on to your butts, Jen. Yeah. So now they're flying the helicopter back to the ocean yes. facility. And we're Aquatica, kind of. Aquatica, Jen. Aquatica. Aquatica. Pardon yes. me. Don't you love how they try to make like a Jurassic Park thing where they're like, it's so majestic. And it's just like a fucking mm-hmm. building sinking in the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a trailer park just floating above the water yeah. there. Yeah. It looks like they just use Hurricane Katrina footage and they're just like, it's Jurassic Park again. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic Shark. <laughs> well, oh. Just like cross out the J. <laughs> nice. This reminds um, me of the, the specialized porn type I found during the quarantine, which was Autoerotica Aquatica. <laughs> Oh my God! Hey, Mikey, Mikey, have you seen the porn parody of Deep Blue Sea? It's also <laughs> called Deep Blue Sea, <laughs> except it's not the word S E A. No, it's- we can't say it on this podcast though, because we're ladies. I'll take that. But That's we fair. also <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. But we also oh, my find Tiffany out chain. <laughs> That's too close to home, Mikey. That's too close to home. Oh. <laughs> but we find out that Samuel L. Jackson has his own tragic backstory, and it's not that he got killed on an island full of dinosaurs. It's that something happened in the Alps and that he might be a rich man hero. It's that he got betrayed by Anakin Skywalker. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and there were a bunch of snakes on the plane ride over. It was it was terrible. Holy shit. It was rough, man. Yeah. He was sick of yeah. them. Samuel Jackson has been through some shit, let's just say. <laughs> so we see Aquatica. And so it's like we said, it's like an outline of cages and then tanks in the middle and then like kind of like a two or three story tower in the middle. And everything else is underneath, uh, but we don't really see it. It's like a prison forgot to put its floaties on. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a Waterworld set that like didn't make it. It probably is the Waterworld show from Universal Studios. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and so we see um, Thomas Jane again, who is Carter, and there's a shark in a net, and it's like picking up kind of like that part in Jaws, and it's like a 12-footer. It's one of the regular sharks, though, we find out. It's not like the big fucking like three sharks that they have. Yeah, Right, 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 yeah, but it's got a license plate in its mouth, um, and they drop her in the water, yeah, yeah. And then we meet Janice Higgins, who is a marine biologist. Is that the blonde woman? Yeah, it's Grey's Anatomy. Was she in Grey's Anatomy? No, she just looks like the girl from Grey's Anatomy, so I just called her Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) She looks like she might be on Grey's Anatomy. They all look alike, Mondo. I don't know. So Thomas Jane is now being awesome and swimming in the tiger shark tank, and Samuel L. Jackson is like, no, there's a shark there. But everybody else is like, no, it's Thomas Jane. He's fine. And he does like a flipper kickflip around the shark. He does. And then like is is riding the shark, which is a little shark shadowing for later, and then Mm -hmm. he pulls the license plate out of the shark mouth and then that shark loves him like a tiger who got a thorn pulled out of his foot i know but here's what's fucking stupid about that literally 30 seconds ago the shark was hanging an arm's reach away where he could have pulled it out from his mouth when it was in that fucking net but right. they were like no let's put it in the water and like i want to like risk my life today. i want to make it way more deadly yeah yeah it's so it's so like oh my god what are we even doing did it piss anyone else off that right after he he uh got the license plate out he's getting out of the pool and he's not all the way out of the pool but he's completely yes. just back yes. to the shark that tried yeah. to yes. kill him earlier he's got <laughs> with her a little bit while the shark is like inching closer and closer but he knows mm. he's won the shark's trust because he de-licensed plates <laughs> its mouth yeah the, the so. shark actually loves him now so it would never mm. hurt him mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. is half in half out like you like whatever 
whatever. I don't care if I die. But I think all the evidence throughout this entire movie suggests that he is suicidal. Passively. Well, yeah, he's not aggressively yeah. suicidal. He would have died. But he's also kind of a dick to Samuel L. Jackson. And everyone. Well, because he's trying to fucking fire him. That's true. He is going to fire everyone. Also, like, swimming with sharks is his chopping wood. You know, he's yeah. just got a lot of feelings, man. That's how he connects to nature. Yeah, oh. and I love him because I feel like I can save him. I can get in there and I can figure out oh. what he needs, which is me. And God. You know. <laughs> Show me your pontoon. <laughs> I mean, I do think it's very considerate for, of the movie to give him the only sleeveless wetsuit, you know, just so I yep. I get yep. a little arm candy. You know he cut those sleeves off himself. You mean the actor or you mean the character? <laughs> Both. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I do love that in this movie, the secret to doing something awesome is just taking off more of your clothing. It happens like three yes. different times. <laughs> I have thoughts about when Lady Doctor does it, but we'll have to save it for when we get there. But <laughs> yeah. yes, Mondo, absolutely. So we get we learn a little bit that sharks don't like the taste of humans, and if they bite you, they're just kind of they think you're I don't know a seal or something. I do like that he he called him a fat little seal, and it was like he was definitely yeah. saying that to Sam, right? Yeah, he was only he only <laughs> says that to Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. So yeah. let's see. Now Janice is giving him the tour, and they walk up to the tank with the test sharks, and he's like, "No, those two sharks that could totally kill you." They're just our normal sharks. Here are our gigantic, evil, two first-generation sharks. She does have the conversation of, yeah, these are the regular sharks, and then these are the three fuck-you sharks. Exactly, yeah. Is this the point in the movie where somebody brings up the fact that the only way to get them that big would be through genetic modification? It's in a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. I think that's at the birthday party. I remember that that gets said, and then she immediately quotes the law that she would be breaking, and I was never more <laughs> yeah. sure that she broke that law. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. The company policy. Mm -hmm. It was like, according to Chimera policy, we yeah. don't genetically engineer things. Yeah. I think it's actually like the Harvard Compact or some shit like that. That's what she says. Yeah. Well, she just tells him that there's non-GMO sharks here. <laughs> These sharks are all organic. Yeah. <laughs> I had a question. So, like, the guy who was pissing into the wind in this scene, like, the doctor who's like... Stellan Skarsgård. Papa Skarsgård, right. Mm -hmm. I got the impression that he was also in on the genetically modifying the sharks, but he not is. everyone was there. Like, the marine biologist and Carter and LL Cool J, like, none of them knew that was happening. No. Yeah, they but specifically the, say he was in on it too yeah okay i, th I was just making sure yeah feeling, i thought it was crazy that he was like positioned as a genius but he's like pissing into the wind i thought that was crazy but the, he's I, a man so it's okay that he does that she's are the you just mad villain. that we can pee standing up i don't understand what your grievance is we here. have been through this that i am mad <laughs> that you guys can pee standing up <laughs> the feeling that i got from all of the 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 dude doctor's actions scars guard papa mm -hmm. scars guards actions was papa that scars yeah was that he's like he didn't want any of this and he's on the end of his rope like he's smoking indoors and like peeing outside yeah. he's just like oh <laughs> yeah okay yeah he's smoking in an oxygen rich environment which will cause explosion yeah and he's yeah. just like I fucking uh, I hate being here I, I yeah. hated modifying these sharks I just wanted to be the father of Pennywise the clown uh. <laughs> um, okay so we find out a couple of things here that there's a storm coming and everybody's yes. leaving for the weekend right now so everybody's leaving for the weekend they don't want to get eaten by some sharks are you not going to talk about that the person who finds a storm is tony soprano's sister it is 
is. Wait, it's really? Ada Tutoro. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. I, I, I did not. I did not recognize that. Yeah. I have seen Sopranos. I literally did not even recognize yeah. that. That's well, amazing. Also, their 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 weather system sucks because they didn't notice it until it was like, oh shit, that's like thirty miles away. That's like yeah. twenty minutes. Well, yeah, because she's fucking Tony Soprano's sister, and she's just like the 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 storm will move if I tell it to move. Hey. Uh huh. Well, she got her job because he knows a guy, and so yeah. she's yeah. not really trained yeah. for it. And she's yeah. not very good at her job. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but Todd, like Doppler, works like hundreds of miles away. No, but they're like, I know. Oh shit! Listen, I there's know. a storm I down the block. It's coming right for us. I yeah, know. I know. And this like, is yeah, the I... first unfactual thing to happen this whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, this is my only complaint with the whole thing. Everything else is legit factual, has happened. Well, look, she's the head of the party planning committee, and she's been oh busy this week, okay? Scheduling and, oh, the party for when true. everybody is gone. That's so. true. I thought that that yeah. was insane. Literally, everyone leaves. Everyone leaves, and then they throw the doctor's party. Maybe they're leaving because they don't like her, and they're like, That's oh, what I thought too. oh, sorry, I gotta go home they this were like, weekend. Oh, no, I got, I got herpes, and I got to go check i gotta i just gotta go get it checked out or whatever i don't even know all of you have herpes yeah we've been fucking all of us we gotta go because we all it's like a menage thing on that's how you do it in the deep blue sea yeah that's how we (laughs) (laughs) and you you know you know on wednesday everybody was sitting around like uh, like at the lunch table they're like hey are you going to like lady doctor's party on saturday you gonna stay here for the weekend and go to that party and they're like fuck no bro no fuck her she's such a mean boss i'm definitely going home maybe she gave me herpes (laughs) (laughs) maybe they're like me and they just couldn't understand her enough that they needed subtitles (laughs) (laughs) did you put subtitles on for her oh yeah after the first sentence she said i was like i don't i'm not even gonna fucking guess Uh, mondo that's what happens when you are a model that wants to be an actress (laughs) her lab assistant was like we got really she got like really stressed out in the lab and just took off her clothes like i just need to get out of this job yeah i'm gonna go home for the weekend the thing is she's a fine actress i actually thought that she was the lead throughout the entire movie but within the first sentence of her speaking she was just like fish and chips cheerio and i was like what the fuck pip pip cheerio mate yeah and what she actually said was my dad had alzheimer's and so i was like oh yeah (laughs) totally different line totally different yeah you know so we also find from uh michael rapaport who is also in this movie and i love oh him i love michael God. rapaport i have feelings about michael rapaport tell me everything Mondo. okay first of all the f- <laughs> the best thing about michael rapaport's character appearance is that his entire purpose for this scene is so that he can say a phrase that makes it harder when he dies that's it mm-hmm. that's his whole that's who are you his- gonna trust yeah. Yo, yeah i'm michael rapaport who are you gonna trust yeah you gonna huh. trust me right <laughs> Yeah, fences. <laughs> he definitely left that pin unlocked because those sharks did not jump that fence. But he swears he didn't. Well, yeah, they're they're implying that the shark somehow uh, took the pin out, Escaped. which makes it free willy. Which makes sense because later in the movie, the shark turns on an oven, so it's a pretty smart shark. Yeah, True. I mean, honestly, I think Michael Rappaport did nothing wrong, but the sharks are just super fucking smart. They are. But, yeah, they well, watched him. If, if they could have jumped out, they just would have jumped out again and not had to sink the whole. Place. I know. No, that's what I'm saying. I think they got out. I think they unlocked the no, pen themselves. No, not after they raised the fences. He left. He left the pen open. And when he was saying, "Oh, you got to trust me," 
That definitely means he's lying. That's true. Show. I would never leave a pen open. <laughs> right. I would never. I just realized every time he says, who are you going to trust? He's been wrong. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm telling He's lying the whole movie. <laughs> he's not even an engineer, guys. I know. <laughs> yeah, he went to Caltech and got a visual arts degree. Exactly. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Here's my proof he's not an engineer. He went to Caltech for four years, and he thinks LL Cool J is smarter than he is. There's no way that... <laughs> That he's actually an engineer. I think he got glamoured by LL Cool J in that scene. Oof, who like wouldn't? we all did. So who wouldn't? The, the other thing I was going to say is that um, in addition to doing a podcast, I'm a stand-up comedian, as is everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes when you're just hanging out around LA, you'll go to an open mic or a show, and then somebody walks up to you and goes, hey, buddy, I got to bump you because Michael Rappaport wants to do five minutes. And so I've oh, been yeah? bumped by Michael Rappaport so many fucking times. <laughs> in my life oh my gosh that i just like oh i have God. an instant reaction when i see michael rapaport i'm just like oh you motherfucker and so <laughs> he shows up in this movie and i was just like who's gonna get bumped now <laughs> <laughs> every time he does that you need to stand in the back and just yell Whose head is like a shark fin? Yeah. You know, you know that like he's trying real hard in this movie because this is like peak Rappaport. It is. Like this is this is him trying to break into film, I think. Did you say Rappaport? He's trying to have a good rap Rappaport with the cast right, right. and the director. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Have we all done our five minutes on Michael Rappaport? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got bumped from mine. My last <laughs> So now we're taking the tour and we see the different levels beneath and um Well, there are three levels. Right. Yeah. LL Cool J's is the first level, right? That's the living quarters, and that's the like kitchen yeah, right. cafeteria stuff. The second stuff. one is the research facility, and the third one is the right. entrance to the wet pool. Ah, uh, right, the wet like entry. the abyss pool. Yeah. 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 All right. So Susan is now doing some research in her room, and she's got this. Yes, gig- she is. How is that sexual? I did some research in my room last night. <laughs> oh, did yeah, you? Yeah. After watching this movie. You procured some w- serum? Mm, Non-GMO. <laughs> hey, who are you going to trust? <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, so Susan is doing some shark research, and she's talking about, like, Stellan Skarsgård saying, hey, we have to skip a bunch of rounds of testing. This is not safe. This is fucked up. Right. And she's like, no, they're going to close this whole thing down tomorrow if we don't get results. We legit only have the weekend, right? We got to exactly. cram for this midterm. <laughs> we got to do my birthday, and then we got to get uh-huh. the shit out of this shock's brain. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I had thoughts about that too, Mondo. So like they have a weekend to have a huge fucking breakthrough on Alzheimer's, but no, listen, there's still time for my party, guys. Yeah, exactly. We're not yeah, if, we don't, that. if we don't prove to Samuel L. Jackson we're useful, he's going to make us do this on land. <laughs> With the land shark? <laughs> um, Our, just an aquarium. <laughs> Well, just like, you could have raised these sharks in an aquarium. I'm just saying. I'm I'm done with this movie. Oh, I love this movie. Okay, so, and now we get some Samuel L. talking to Thomas Jane, talking about, like, some wreck diving. But that's when we find out that Thomas Jane did two years in Leavenworth for smuggling yeah. things. He's Han Solo. He's a smuggler. Yeah. He's got hella uh-huh. guns. Yeah, absolutely. And he always shoots first. And second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I heard that Dr. Susan didn't want to do him because he always shoots first. That's the problem. He's very inconsiderate, Mondo. Yeah. She's just in it for the research, though, so she's okay with that. Ooh. No, she shuts him down. Every time he hits on her, she shuts him down. Because she's in it for the research. She's got to procure that serum. That's all she cares about. I let her procure my serum. Oh, my God. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> I knew that was coming, Mikey. 
Wangy blanking. And she takes this gigantic long needle and sticks it into a shark's brain. Yeah, she and it's does. Really well, this cool. is her, it's just a model. It's just the model, right? Yes. But yeah, she's practicing the technique she's going to use on the big fucking shark. I thought that was a oh, real I thought dead it was just, shark. I did too. Uh-uh. I thought she was just doing it on a smaller shark. Yeah, I thought it was a dead shark that was a real shark. It was like cardboard. Mm. She like took the head off. And that's it had like a fake brain, and she like put her needle. I agree to disagree. Hey, which one of us knows Michael Rappaport? Who are you gonna trust? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, but you would be inclined to lie about him because you hate Michael Rappaport. That's true. This goes all the way to the top. (laughs) All right, so we've got L O Cool J who's cooking with his pet parrot bird. I have issues with this. He is cooking with the bird. I'm fine with that. Even though if they're having any meal that's like poultry, it's sort of like, hey, how's your buddy gonna taste? You know? Uh huh. Uh, yeah, watch your mouth, bird. Yeah, exactly. Well, he says that. The only thing I had a problem with was when he, like, got the whipped cream and, like, gave it to the bird, and the bird, like, sensually ate it off of his finger. Oh, yeah, that was, was hot. very uncomfortable that with so that scene. fucking hot. I oh. honestly couldn't stop masturbating, but it made me very uncomfortable. I don't understand why he put it on his nipples. Oh, yeah, I watched the director's cut, too. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> he does make a creepy comment, like, Oh, I don't know about your tongue, girl. And I was like, mm, this is kind of, that's kind of weird. It's very uncomfortable. But it's LL Cool J saying it. And look at him. Mm, Ooh. It was LL uncool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he's feeding his parrot bird. and But it's also feeding time for the sharks. And so fuck you to that tiger shark. He just de-licensed plates because they're just going to drop him. And the sharks are now eating. Yeah. So the, I guess the enhanced sharks are cannibals. They'll only yeah. eat other sharks, which that, is insane. That's how shark science works. You absorb the strength of the shark mm-hmm. when you yeah. eat mm-hmm. the other shark. Mm-hmm. And so like that's how they have genetically enhanced them. But we also see these underwater great tunnels that Carter is swimming through. Yes. And we see that these sharks are a lot bigger than this all like 12 foot shark that we saw before. So we're getting a little more size context for these sharks. For reference, I did look this up because I did want to know the director said that the biggest of the sharks was 25 feet long, which also isn't even that big of a shark. Tiger sharks are at that size on average and they also eat the fuck out of other sharks and they're not smart Mm -hmm. at all. Wait, really? I didn't realize tiger sharks got that big. 24.6. Yep. They want you to think they're not smart. Listen, Mondo, I was setting you up for who you gonna trust, but... (laughs) (laughs) But he proved that you can trust him, so you don't even have to ask. Yeah. Well, fun fact, like, this shark in this movie is actually 26 feet as a fuck you to Jaws. Oh, because that shark is 25 feet. Not, I mean, not as a fuck you, but as a, like, we're gonna one-up Jaws. I mean, but this shark is no The Meg, right? No. No. That was a fuck you to Deep Blue Sea. The sharks seem to get smaller as the film goes on to fit into the tiny places. That water's cold, Mikey. (laughs) Yeah, it's just the the water's just really cold, Mikey. It happens. (laughs) I'm like, that shark can fit in that oven now. I was like, this is like a baby shark. Well, it's not the size of the shark. It's the motion of the ocean that pushes them through. Literally, yeah. yeah, Exactly. Yeah, Absolutely. and the sharks are super intelligent so they can shrink themselves at will. So now Ada Turturro says they have a super serious situation on surface level. Susan gets up there and it's dark and deserted and we think a shark is about to shark her and then a flare goes up. Oh yeah, and then to amp her up even more, they fire two flares into the sky. I know, and they're wasting the flares. They're going to need those flares. <laughs> but surprise! 
surprise. It's her surprise birthday party with the five people that they had to pay to go. It's, <laughs> it's kind of, it seems like it's a fun party. I don't know. They're like blowing off steam or something. Yeah, you would think they would let everybody attend and have a good time. But no, they make LL Cool J stand behind the bar all night. I know. Ooh. Yeah. No one else had a problem with that? I was like, there's only five of you. Right. Why can't he just like mingle? I mean, sure, if you're like, hey, LL Cool J, would you get me a drink? He might get you a drink because he is the cook. But like, right. he doesn't need to stand behind the bar all night. He's not the caterer. That's ridiculous. There's a reason why he has Bird. I mean, I don't think he really likes working there. (laughs) And I don't think anyone else knows he has Bird. Does anyone else mention Bird in the whole movie? No, Yeah, so he smuggled Bird on. Oh, you poor bastard. Yeah, you don't even know. Bird's a figment (laughs) of his imagination. What? (laughs) Yeah. I like talks to him. He's like, there's a shark behind you. Bird is. I hope one doesn't uh, eat me. Maybe Bird is like what he imagines God to be. So every time he's like praying, he's just picturing Bird in front of him. I had a problem with his like conversion story. He's not. He was always a preacher. That's why they call him preacher. He was a preacher who likes to drink. I mean, I remember. He liked to drink and he cheated on his wife. That's like his whole thing. But if he was a preacher who liked to drink and to fuck people who wasn't his wife, how did he end up as a chef on Aquatica? I honestly, I want that prequel. (laughs) I don't want it to take place on Aquatica. I just want to know like all the events uh, that led up to him being like a ghetto preacher getting drunk okay. cheating on his wife and then that i, I, I want to know how he ends up there i will tell you the story it's divorce <laughs> child support free room and board if you cook on board aquatica yeah. yeah so here's what i think i think ll cool j faked his own death to get out of child support and, and like alimony payments and now he's hiding out <laughs> on aquatica with carter and Carter, I think, is doing the same thing. We no. already know he's got legal trouble. Yeah. Bird was his wife's. He stole Bird. <laughs> all we know, because it, it, it doesn't even say he cheated on his wife. All we know is that he wasn't a good father and husband. It's insinuated. Right. Yeah. I imagine that he just d- drank all the time. And that's why he left. So at the party, Samuel L. and LL Cool J are talking and they're talking about like leaving all the avalanche shit to the white folks, which I thought was kind of funny. Also, I just love both of them. So anytime they have scenes together, I know. It I was, was happy. great. And I think this is the only scene they have together because of spoilers. I think it is. Yeah. Because yeah. LL Cool J, when the shit hits the fan, is on the first like level and everyone else is on the second or right. third or whatever. And they're trying to get yeah. up to his level. So, yeah. And so Carter's flirting with Susan a little bit more. Um and saying how fucked up it is that these sharks will only eat other sharks and that it attacked this 25-foot boat, which is not a thing they should be doing because that's evil, and saying it's a bad idea to be rushing these test things. And then she's like... Do you like your job? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, to her point, she's saying, if this doesn't work, we all get fired, so well, we got to make it work. Well, I mean, her included, I yeah. mean, here, there's another right. interpretation here, which just imagine what would happen if you walked up to your boss and you were like, you're fucking everything up, Monica. True. <laughs> <laughs> yep. and then monica's like hey why don't you not talk yeah. to your boss like that you son of a bitch exactly yeah. Yeah. well and also carter is openly trying to fuck his boss yeah. and like everyone just kind of cool He's with just it sexually harassing her and telling her she sucks at her <laughs> yes. job the whole movie yeah 100 like, he's negging her yes exactly he is negging her and this is what inspired the jason statham movie the meg, the meg he's megging all they her. did was change one letter and then make the shark fucking bigger in carter defense she does kind of suck at her job she does she does well. kind of suck at her do- job yeah <laughs> yeah but guys it's for alzheimer's okay everyone here sucks at their job though papa Skarsgård gets his arm bit off because he stands too close to a shark like everyone's bad at their job yeah and when you get pee on your clothes too you're not concentrating yeah. anymore right you've got all those pheromones running down your leg and the shark can't resist it 
Right. The sharks into water sports? Oh, yeah. Swimming? So this is when we do find <laughs> out kind that of they... water sports, Jen. Jen, that's, oh. Jen you the, poor... The kind of water sports... <laughs> <I'm so. laughs> The, the, the kind of water sports where you pay someone off Craigslist 200 bucks and they got to put a tarp down. That's I don't want to know anything else about these water sports. Jay, it's time for another segment of Jen Googles what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, Jen, who are you going to trust? <laughs> so now we've got some shark science where we talk about how sharks never get cancer, never go blind with age. They can't even swim backwards. And a lot of this has been disproven since this movie came out. <laughs> Wait, so they were just making up facts? Michael Rappaport's in the writing room and he's like, listen, sharks can't swim backwards. They never get cancer. They don't go blind. Who are you going to trust? trust? <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but the plot of the movie was actually written after that song was made. <laughs> they, <laughs> they had to retcon it in. They call it rap conning. Yeah. Yeah. They rap conned it. Reverse oh, make a movie about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to tell you all right now anytime they did the science talk, I definitely zoned out and checked my phone and yeah. waited for people to start screaming again. That was just the movie going, Who are you going to trust? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <I was> like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, but this is also when we find out that they definitely did not break any laws and genetically modify these sharks at all. Right. And then Rappaport (laughs) is talking about raising the fences and that there's a storm coming. LL Cool J is threatening Bird. And there's a heavy weather warning light. So now Carter gets into his hot diving gear and it's time to get wet. Wow. Okay, Jen. (laughs) All right, all right. It's like weird this, hearing you say that, but... I like this movie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they all go down into the lab. The storm is really bad, so of course it's the perfect time to do a super important science experiment with an They only charge. have the weekend, Jen. They only I have know. the weekend. And yeah. they cut, they wasted it all on their party and then being hung over for a full day after. Honestly, had they just started the science when the party was happening, they would have been fucking fine. Did they do the party earlier because the storm was coming she was like oh we can't have a party when it's raining they probably did <laughs> yeah, yeah probably why did wait why didn't samuel jackson come on like a tuesday it's a weekend <laughs> they all went home for the weekend he's the why didn't he come on a business day because like, the shark attack happened on like a friday and then he had until the markets opened back up on Monday to make a determination of, of what you know whether they should cancel the research or not. Yeah. Was that said in the movie? Yes, that's in that first scene with Al Gore. It was said in, in this movie and in this podcast. Welcome to the conversation. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe you. Well, I mean. <laughs> if only there was a way to hit back 15 seconds a bunch to hear it. All right, so now they're down in the lab, and Carter is swimming in the little shark tunnels, but because it's raining, there's no visibility, so he's just blindly swimming around with these gigantic murderous sharks. Which is insane. Well, no, it's not that bad, because they can't work together, you see. No, they can't. (laughs) Who are you going to trust, Carter? But they hunt, like in Jurassic Park. They hunt like the raptors do, and they like they work together. Yeah, I'll play into this movie that the bigger the shark, the bigger the brain. Okay, I'll give the movie right. that. Yeah. The bigger the shark, right. the bigger the brain. The bigger the brain, the bigger the smarts. I'll give it that. Mm-hmm. You still have to learn what a camera is. Babies aren't born, and they're just like, oh yeah, that thing records my image and then shows it what to the guys upstairs. <laughs> How did it know what cameras are? <laughs> this is the truth. When the doctor goes back to her room the first time, a shark is looking at her through the window. So they have been getting intel on the scientists for a while oh. now. So I, I legit think that's how they explain it away. I don't like that fact, but I think that's how oh. they do it. Yeah. I misinterpreted that scene. 
I thought that shark was a pervert. <laughs> Why can't it be both? a pervert, yeah. Okay. That was the one male shark. <laughs> All work and no fun makes this shark a dull boy. The shark wife's like, are you watching that weird porn where that woman dissects a shark brain mm-hmm. naked? And he's like, oh. What is she wearing? Unfortunately, that shark is very <laughs> into water sports. Swimming. <laughs> Google it, Jen. But he is taking the cameras out. They also know what a gun is. Yeah, they recognize the, the tranquilizer gun. Okay, that Which, one I get. if you've been shot by a tranquilizer a bunch, you might yeah. start to know what a tranquilizer gun is. Yeah, I get is, that. Yeah, yeah. Samuel L. But yeah, so they're taking mm. on all the cameras. So he's just swimming around. They've lost communication with him. And he, for some reason, swims out of the tunnel. Like an idiot. Because when you can't see, why not just risk your life? Yeah, because there's zero visibility, and these sharks are super smart. So he thinks the best thing to do is go swim out there and then take off his breathing apparatus and like let the like the bubbles attract them, and they do. And then he shoots one of them, and then you see he, the whole time he had a second breathing apparatus. He I did. don't know where he had that, but he had it. He, he it was like a really long extension cord. It was they, like strapped to his leg or some they shit. They actually cut out a scene where before he went in, Michael Rapaport was like, "Hey, bring a second breathing apparatus," and he was like, "Are you sure?" Right. And Michael Rapaport was like, "Who are you gonna trust?" And it works because he gets the shark. He's the de- he like does that cool flip thing. Yeah, he has a move. Um, yeah. he, they just show that the move works he's like a shark whisperer like he he just knows them yeah yeah well you see todd you have to go around the fin counterclockwise yeah. <laughs> carter is like a husband he has one move that works and he uses it consistently look yeah. if it's mm-hmm. a really good move and if it works every time every and time. you can get him there a hundred percent of the time why not studies say 60 percent of the time it works every it time. works every time <laughs> who are you gonna called, trust guys who are you gonna trust, gonna trust? called sex sure. shark google it guys <laughs> all right so he's got the shark on the shark platform and they're raising it up they're talking about like hey i have that line where it says what in god's creation and then stellan skarsgård gets all nihilistic and he's like no not his ours which is how we know that he genetically modified yeah that's, the shark. Why, that's why i thought he was also in on it it wasn't just the lady doctor yeah, yeah. he's drunk as shit right well i think this happens in Immediately after the party, like everyone is shit faced doing this. They yeah. should not have gotten drunk and then done <laughs> this. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Free sharking. <laughs> oh my god! But lady doctors are real birthday diva if they don't do something first. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so they're doing some kind of shark brain scan. Jen, were they doing a uh, CT scan? Oh my god! They actually were doing a deep mm-hmm. CT scan. A yeah, deep blue CT scan mm-hmm. is what they called it. Yeah. yeah, that's actually where the name of the movie comes from. It is fun fact. <laughs> yeah, deep blue is the software they're using, mm-hmm. and they're doing a CT scan inside that software. They're Guys, like, who are you gonna oh. trust? Who are you gonna trust? <laughs> it is Michael Rappaport doing the scan too. I mean, so like, well, he's operating the equipment. Out. Yeah, all of well, that checks. Oh out. yeah, he so, also doesn't know how to work it. He's just pressing buttons, going doo, doo, and he's making those sounds. <laughs> Yeah, he's doing what happens when Jason runs up to me when I'm playing the Friday the 13th game, just panicking and hitting all the buttons at once. So they're doing that like long needle thing from her room earlier, and it's like a biopsy or something. And Carter is like yeah. shark whispering the whole time. She's doing the needle thing that she practiced on the model that was in her room. It's called shark science stuff. Yeah. Is the technical term for it. Or triple S for those in the know. Yes. So she gets a little vial of the the, the stuff that she has procured. Yeah, the, the shark brain juice. It's whatever. Yes. Yeah, the science. Yeah. 
And they put it into some kind of computer that's going to show the miracle. They don't put it into a computer. They literally just drop it. They drop liquid on brain cells. Not even a brain that's like out of the, just like they cut out a section of brain yeah. uh-huh. and put it in this thing and they, they drop it on it and then it starts thinking. What is that brain section thinking? Not a whole brain, but yeah. just the section must be like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I'm more impressed that this uh, protein can just bring stuff back to life. Yeah. I would have liked this film with an Alzheimer's patient that they tested it on. Maybe that's what Papa Skarsgård was. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it's like the movie Awakenings or Lorenzo's Oil. Like, it, mm. like They use it like, on him and the person comes back like awake to awareness and then the shark immediately eats them. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so in my movie, the Alzheimer's patient who gets cured is the only one who survives because oh. he like gets it gets it all back and he's like, "What the fuck are you oh, all doing?" Oh man. <laughs> How terrible yeah. would it be if at the end of the movie the cops got there and they were like, "What happened?" and he was like, "Fuck, damn it." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's oh, tragic. it doesn't work forever, baby. It's like the end of the notebook, you know? Yeah, murder, <laughs> suicide. But this this magic science is working because the neurons are firing and they've fixed it in 6.5 seconds, which is a really long time in science times. <laughs> That's just what he's telling you, Jim. I felt uh, like that scene was like a writer trying to justify his premature ejaculations, <laughs> yeah. but whatever, guys. But it's the first experiment she's ever done, so she doesn't really know. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all celebrating. It's hooray, and Stellan goes to smoke his celebratory cigarette and look. Papa Scar's going. Yeah, yeah. Papa Skarsgård and look the shark in the eye whose brain he just cut into. And the shark's like, fuck you, and eats his arm off because he was secretly yeah. awake the whole time. And so eats his arm off and everybody's freaking yeah. out. The shark was... Fuck yeah, I would freak out too, Jen. It's insane. I would too. Oh, wait, but this is also like right before that happens, he like makes out with the marine biologist chick. So I think they were like together maybe? They are. Yeah, yeah. Well, they just had like an aquatica <laughs> romance. So that's how Samuel L. Jackson should have known because if they were so like nonchalant lot about breaking sexual harassment policies you know that they were genetically engineering sharks oh hell yeah did those policies exist in the 90s probably not it didn't help that their hr rep was tony soprano's sister that's true (laughs) her official policy was forget about it oh my god Uh, well fun fact early she was like they cut out of the script that she is pregnant with his baby oh what yeah but because they didn't want to kill a pregnant lady in the movie damn dude i forgot that this writer is insane is that really true? That's true. That's a yeah. true fun fact. Holy it is shit! A true fun okay, fact. here's another yeah. true fun fact. The writer of this movie doesn't understand why people think it's so funny. I know. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. All right. So now Thomas Jane is about to shoot the shark. Well, I mean, yeah, he's got a taste for human flesh now. You have to kill him. Yeah, but she's like, no, my shark brain juice, and so she dives for the red deploy button that's yeah. gonna release the shark and so just in time and then they have a look like Meh. so they're on opposite sides of the shark tank now yes. know. the battle lines have been drawn and so now they gotta call the paramedics and so we've got Stormcopter again yes I, I was about to say I think this is Stormcopter's first movie <laughs> it was his breakout role yeah, he fucking nails it. He, he flies does. in. And honestly, he did his own stunts for this. Like, it's very impressive. He did, yeah, yeah. I just realized, Mondo, that we have done two Apex Predator movies, and we've had a member of the cult podcast on... <laughs> 
for both of those movies. That's true. We yeah. had Paige on for Gator Crawl, and then we had you on for this. We are the Apex Podcast. We just try to yeah, uh, attack uh, smaller uh, podcasts. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. They're on to us. Podcast better watch out. Okay, so Stellan Skarsgård. Papa Scars. Got his arm chomped off. And so they have called Stormcopter. And they're getting to the surface, but there's, like, not just a storm. It's, like, a gigantic squall, and it's, like, everything. Like, the chopper is, like, super dangerous for this chopper. Yeah, there's no reason why they should take a rickety old helicopter whose crane does not work to help in this medical emergency. He's the little engine that could of helicopters, okay? He's like, I think I can, I think I can, he does, I think I can. But he can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he cannot. But also, what the fuck? He's on a stretcher, and they're going to just attach him by a cord and just, like, stretch him up yeah that's how they do it that's how they do water that's rescue terrifying yeah. but so they've got him hooked onto the helicopter and the chopper starts lifting it up but then the pilot was like you know what let's just go fishing for sharks with this one-armed guy let me just say this when the helicopter was pulling up papa scars did you guys think that a shark was going to come up and bite him oh yeah i thought that's what was going to happen i was a little disappointed when that didn't happen it was just like the crane mechanism goes out and he falls down and then yeah. what happens is so much more fucking rad than that. I know. Because like, a, awesome. a shark grabs onto him. And then our, like the shark uh-huh. is like swimming through the water, but also dragging the helicopter behind him. And the shark causes the wreck. It's called jawsing. Yeah. There are three deaths in this movie that aren't caused by sharks. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Because the helicopter fucking up wasn't the shark's fault. It was just the helicopter, I guess. Exactly. And then it crashes... And kills the but two people. But the shark people. then bites onto Skarsgård and drags the helicopter into Tony Soprano's sister. That wouldn't have happened if the helicopter hadn't fucked uh, yeah. up. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Also, Mondo, if the guy who saw Alexander Skarsgård go under the water, he didn't tell the pilot to pull up immediately. He was just like... I guess he's dead. And they left him in the water. Yeah, exactly. This is just the helicopter pilots not being who you trust. Yeah, yeah Michael Rappaport was not flying that helicopter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Human error. Really, if they would have pulled up, they would have just created shark copter. That's what would have happened. Right. Oh, my God. I my copter's like that. a shark fin. Oh, yeah. My yeah. copter has a shark fin, Jen. So he's gotten, like, Skarsgård has gotten into the shark's mouth, and he's pulling him down, and it's, like, cutting up the... Um, it's like jawsing and it's cutting up the walkway and it's like pulls the helicopter into Ada Tortoro's um, tower. Yeah, and causes this huge fucking water world type explosion. It's awesome. Yeah, it is pretty fucking rad. It's like so explodey that you can't see anything else on the screen. We just see the explosion. It's more explodey oh. than a Michael Bay film. It's more explodey than Mikey alone at home. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. Ew. You don't want to get too close. Yeah. Who are you going to thrust? <laughs> Hold on a second. Todd, did you say who are you going to thrust? Yeah. That's so great. You're welcome. <laughs> Todd, I ask myself that question. All the time. I know. That's why I said that, because like you're quarantined and you can't date. Do you say it to your hand? Oh. <laughs> Back in the lab, a huge explosion, so everything's bumping. LL Cool yeah. J's in the kitchen, everything's bumping around, and it's crazy. But there's an unopened bottle, and he takes it as a sign and that he should start drinking again and drinks it. LL Cool J is literally one level below this huge fucking explosion. And he goes back to, like, doing his job after all of this happens. Yeah, he's a professional. That is insane to me. Like, he just he does not realize that, like, the whole top level's exploded. He's been drinking. He hasn't been drinking yet. We don't know that. And I think it might be cooking, <laughs> Sherry. 
I do want to say this is the first of uh, two instances where LL Cool J gets inspiration in the weirdest of fucking ways. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no one else talks to him. I mean, like, it's, he's got a really lonely job. <laughs> he does. Everyone treats him like shit and his only friend's an imaginary bird. He spends the entire first act of the movie just baking, looking at his cakes like, who you gonna cross? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) But we do get a lot of, like, back to the kitchen with LL. Well, because now after the explosion, it's LL Cool J on the the first level and everyone else on the second level trying to get up to where LL Cool J is. Jen, are you saying that an LL Cool J's place is in the kitchen? because that is not oh, okay. Wow. No, I'm not saying Jen. it. Aquatica said it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back in the lab, they're trying to figure out where Stellan Skarsgård is, and Samuel L. Jackson sees him off in the distance. Is like, somebody tell me what the fuck that shit is. And so Stellan Skarsgård, because this shark is an asshole, just like yeah. throws him out at the glass and say oh you want still and scars grab back there you go um is this shark an asshole or is this shark living in prison while people drill holes into his brain well that's true of course you would take the shark's side mikey mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just he's got a point <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listen i'm not saying, shark- saying he's wrong the shark's smart enough to know what's going on <laughs> he just wants to show him he's like look i can fuck with you guys too yeah, and he does. And he uses Papa Scars to break through the glass uh-huh. in that second level lab. So yes. very easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't know about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it just took Scars lightly bumping into it because yeah. the shark did not like push him into it all the way. He like got him some momentum and then just like let him go into it himself. I know, yeah. and it's sad, and Skarsgård's just staring at him, and he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's still alive, because they, they have an oxygen mask on him, so he's not dead at this point. I know. The shark found him very handy. Oh, man, Mikey. There you go, Mikey. <laughs> I loved it. What bothered me about this scene is when the glass is obviously, like, reached its limit, it's definitely going to break. They mm-hmm. hang out for 30 seconds to, like, watch it happen. They mm-hmm. should have left a long time ago. Like, the second have. Papa Scars hits that glass, you got a fucking bolt. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It's Scars shadowing. You know it what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, because he scarred the glass enough that it's about to break under the pressure of the ocean on the outside. But so they're they're frantically trying to run out, and they get the door, and, like, water is pouring in. And this is the first of 9,000 times where they're running away from water and trying to close I the mean, door. I mean, that that is the rest of the movie. Like. It It goes from a two to a 10 immediately. And then the rest of the movie is them like trying to outrun the water. Guys, please. They're trying to scars guard themselves from the water. (laughs) 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 All right. So the entire lab is flooding. They're running out the door up some stairs and they're running away from all of the water. And Janice runs out and she's really sad because her baby daddy just got arm eaten. No, not baby daddy. That never made the final cut. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. That is not canon. Supposedly. Wait, wait, the blonde. The blonde woman's supposed to be pregnant? Yeah, with Skarsgård's baby. Mike, seriously. Welcome to the conversation. We literally talked about this 10 minutes ago. You guys made it sound like Susan was pregnant. Yeah, thank you, Mondo. I thought Susan was pregnant. No, it's the marine biologist, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Janice. So they're safe in the hallway for now. And now we get LL back. um, And it's kind of cutting back and forth, so I'm trying to keep some stuff together. But um, so Samuel L. Jackson is saying they have to get topside. I don't yes. know if that's a weird thing or not, but I'm not going to Google it. No, that's that's what you would say, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's where the oxygen is. Ah, but what they find out is that they all the doors are f- 
flooded and they're trying to run away from water and maybe they're trapped and there is no way out. Wait, Jen, this is when um, Carter explains the opposite of sometimes you got to get up to get down. And he yeah. says, we got to go down to get up. Got to get down to get up. So they got to go to the wet entry to take the sub up to the top. All the entries are wet now. And the wet hole is just like close to being destroyed. It's wrecked. Yeah, it is. I thought it was hilarious. Every time you see them running away from water, Carter can't stay on his feet anywhere. Like he's slipping yeah. down every hallway. Everyone else is running fine. And he's like on roller skates. He's more fish than man. Yeah. <laughs> He's actually um, the long lost cousin of uh, Stu from Scream. And yeah, he's just on that too. water roller yeah. ca- skates all the way Because he was through. like sliding all over the place. Yeah. I like when LL Cool J's level gets like flooded. He sees mm-hmm. like a Playboy. And it's like a chest level. And he's like looking through the Playboy. And the shark is coming up right behind him. That's later because he, he escapes the shark and then looks at the Playboy, sees a vagina. And he's like, all right, I want to live. Yeah. <laughs> Something to live for. <laughs> all right. So basically we got a lot of hallways getting flooded and a lot yeah. of people running mm-hmm. away. And then we see all the destruction at the top and that the thing is starting to sink and there's a hole and the shark swims into the fire. That's right. We see one of the sharks swims into the lab. So now we have introduced a shark clock. Yes. Because we know that sharky clock is in the tunnel. So now Scooby Gang is talking about how did the shark bust through the door and can it do that? And is it super intelligent now? Oh, yeah, because they're trying to walk in the hallway and one of the doors is like getting slammed and like all these bolts are flying out of it and water spewing out of it and they're just like running past it yeah right i remember this scene because carter at one point says you just put us back at the bottom of the food chain yes yeah that (laughs) stuck with me because i was like not if you're in fucking iowa dumbass exactly (laughs) you just don't go in the water come get me in a landlocked state you son of a bitch you're never gonna yeah you'll be fine but this is when we find out that susan and stellan skarsgård had a devious plan to genetically enhance these sharks because their brains weren't big enough and so it had the unfortunate side effect of making them super intelligent, which is amazing. And I love they it. They just needed more brain juice. They did, man. I like that they went the route of let's just make one shark really big and smart instead of let's just get a bunch of sharks and take a little bit of juice from every one of them. Todd, that's that's too smart. That's right. That's, yeah. that's yeah. not how we do science here in Aquatica. <laughs> uh, Todd, counterpoint, buy in bulk. Why is Costco so successful? Because you can I buy to Costco today. I know, mm-hmm. exactly. And they're all mad at Susan now because she made these sharks super evil. And nobody's mad at Stellan Skarsgård, although he is dead, so I guess Yeah, maybe. he's already dead. Like, they, yeah. I, I feel like if he was still there, they would be giving him shit, too. But this is when we have that awesome line of taking God's oldest killing machine and giving it will and desire. This is definitely a 90s movie with dialogue oh, yeah, like that, totally. It's so bad. And I love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's awesome. I'm fucking here right. for it, but it's not great dialogue. They're yeah. just coming well, up with more reasons to get more clothes off of Carter and Susan. Susan, you know that, right? Exactly. (laughs) You know, I'm here for that, too. (laughs) So now LL's in the hallway, and there's a shark right behind him, and so he starts swimming down the shark hallway, and he gets to the flooded pantry. Okay, and so this is cutting back and forth, so let's just talk about everything that happens to LL Cool J at this point. Okay, so can I just start by saying this? His tactic for fighting a shark is to fight it like Rapunzel from Tangled and get a frying pan. Yeah. And that is fucking insanity to me. That's a weird reference, I guess, but it checks out. You're welcome. I like that movie. It's pretty good. But yeah, so he's getting ready to Rapunzel the shark, but the shark is gigantic, although smaller now because it has to fit in the kitchen. And so he swims into the (laughs) oven. 
Oh, and God. he closes the door of the oven. Oh, yeah. We also learned that LL Cool J can walk through chest-high water faster than a shark can swim through it. And that is also insane. I have a lot to talk about in the oven. Well, we're there, Mikey, because LL Cool J climbs in the oven just in the nick of time. Just so that a shark can somehow learn how to turn on the oven, apparently yeah. from watching him through a window. Yeah. Yeah. And this is absolutely <laughs> the same shark that just bashed his head through a fucking steel door but he mm-hmm. can't uh-huh. break the glass on an oven. Yeah, do you want to know, the glass on this oven lasted longer than that giant plate of glass yeah. and an indestructible <laughs> submarine. <laughs> Fucking Maytag, man. They know how to make it. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like it's they, they cut out a scene where LL Cool J was like, wow, this is an indestructible oven. They really make General Electric's good now. <laughs> right, Bird? Uh, no. <laughs> the gas is going off, and he has a hatchet for some reason. He's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to like start hitting a hatchet against metal to, to get to the top oven. You know, the very thin metal that separates two ovens that are stacked on top of each other? Right. And I'm going to assume there's no sparks going to happen from this movement. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but there's no way he wouldn't explode <laughs> immediately when he started right, that. Right. You are absolutely right, Mikey. Holy and shit. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And then he, he's coughing and talking to himself while he does this. Yeah. It's like he he says the words, I understand the irony of a cook dying in the oven, but not today. <laughs> That's a lot of words. I not know. Today. A lot of people in this movie talk only to themselves. And that concerns me on a mental health level. I also <laughs> thought it was insane that when he gets out of the top oven and like jumps in the water right behind the shark. The shark doesn't turn around, but he also leaves the axe, his weapon, in the top oven. You wouldn't bring that with you and, like, like hack at the shark? Before he gets in the oven, I realize this is when he got the axe, too. He's climbing up on the pantry to get out of the water for the shark, right? Mm-hmm. And then the bird jump scares him, and this is not one of the jump scares that got me. And then the whole pantry falls down, right? Yeah. But the bird lands on the pot that he was trying to kill the shark with. You know, like Rapunzel would. Mm-hmm. And then the sh- the bird literally says, eat me. Uh-huh. And then the shark has to obey. So he gets out of the oven, jumps past the shark. The shark is stuck. The shark turns around and says, what the fuck, a Zippo? And so L, L- Cool J lights the Zippo <laughs> and lights the shark gas on fire, not killing yeah. LL, but burning the shark alive. Doesn't even say, you ate my bird. He does say, yeah. you ate my yeah. bird. I think that's mm-hmm. when he's... I think that's when he's throwing the Zippo, Jen. Yeah. All right. So Rappaport is talking about the net and how the sharks can't get out into the ocean, of course. Um, And so they get down into the sub place and they realize that the sub has been destroyed. It's not an oven. It's not. No. The sharks must have wrecked that sub. That sub doesn't look super wrecked, by the way. No, it looks like it's on its side. Right. One heavy push and they would have been fine. Yeah. So full disclosure, I knew because of the Chappelle show that Samuel L. Jackson dies in this movie, I did not know how. Oh, really? Yeah. I (laughs) thought he would make it longer than this scene. So in this scene, I was like, hell yeah, we're getting this like awesome motivational speech from Samuel L. Jackson, and I am here for it. What the fuck is happening? Oh, yeah. Because in the middle of it, it like grabs him and pulls him down. I lost my mind. This is one of the two things that scared me. Really? Yeah, Yeah, it happens very suddenly. But I like, I, I sort of jumped. I didn't scream. But then I immediately started laughing because it is hilarious. It is. It's but awesome. But I, I was not at all expecting 
expecting it. No, it's like super abrupt. It was like, damn, did he have to leave early? It's like, sorry, guys. My mom said I got to be home for dinner. That second check did not clear. <laughs> I've got some fun facts about this part of the movie. Oh, wait, too. really? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for yeah. it. Yeah, because what's happening is he's giving this speech about like the avalanche and how ice got a taste for murder and you think water is bad. No, it's not. Like, And I loved this speech. And I, I thought it was awesome, yeah. Because Samuel L. Jackson is amazing and there was a part yeah, where I was absolutely. like, he's going to say I've had enough of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. I've had enough of these motherfucking sharks in this motherfucking water. Right. And then it just jumps out. And then they pull him in and like rip his head off in the middle of the water too. Yeah. It's sad. Poor Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. A cat did that to me once too. I walked A past A cat him. ripped your head off underwater? <laughs> no, it jumped ah. up and deep blue seed me and just got me right out. It was actually my bachelorette party. It was sad. Were you giving your monologue? <laughs> I was. <laughs> we're going to go out tonight and we're going to get shit faced. Uh-huh. We're going to have penis hats and I'm going to wear a sash. And, <laughs> and that's when it jumped up and grabbed her. <laughs> <laughs> when he's talking about the ice, it is really dumb. Like, you would think the ice was coming for us on purpose. And I was uh-huh. like, well, that's not. Yeah, it's not even a good metaphor. These sharks are literally coming for you on purpose. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not the water that's <laughs> killing them. It's the sharks in the water. <laughs> but so they're also Michael Rappaport now is telling us there's this under this elevator shaft that they're going to crawl up and that's how they're going to get to safety. Well, yeah, that's like the back hatch for the uh, submarine room. But he doesn't know if that's like pressurized anymore. So if it's not pressurized, the hatch at the bottom is going to like shoot water up because there's like thousands of pounds of pressure trying to like get into that room they're in. I mean, what else are they going to do? You know, and they after have they to do that. Yeah, they do. So they do open the door and all the water shoots up. Up and they've got to like get in. It's like a gusher. It's like old faithful. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Is this where he says who are you gonna trust again? Or is that no, that's is that later with the generators? It's it's both. It's like every other line of his dialogue. Yeah. It is his catchphrase. Who you're gonna trust is his benchmark where every time he says it, you're like, Oh, you just fucked up, Michael Rappaport. That's his tell. Uh, <laughs> so now they're in the elevator room and there's water in there. And so they're starting to climb the fire. And it's really cool because there's like fire at the top and like the fire. Yeah, that's the elevator from the top. Down. Right, yeah. Right. And so the shark bangs in. And and they actually did get the door closed, so it stops they the did. water from coming in. So they can kind of leisurely mm-hmm. climb up at their own pace. I'm not sure the physics checks out on that, by the way. I don't yeah. know, yeah. The shark does, like, headbang his way through that door, and then mm-hmm. the, the water starts filling up again, and Thomas Jane is like, keep going, keep going, I'll open the second level, because mm-hmm. then the water will run off there and just buy us more time, which also makes sense. Thomas Jane does open the second thing, right? The second yeah, level. Yeah, he, pro- he knifes it open, yeah. Right. He, oh, yeah, he fucking opens the door with a knife yeah it's insane yeah as we've learned in this movie this place is pretty cheaply made yeah he opens the door just in time to save the day yeah well and the shark is just about to get him too because the water's up to that level by the time he gets it i just love this part because michael rapaport gets hit with like a bolt in the face and i don't know why but that made me (laughs) laugh in the movie oh and then this is also the time when like the ladder decides i'm sick of being a ladder i want to be monkey bars and goes horizontal (laughs) or whatever and now they're like hanging on and this is when um the blonde janice she falls in the water and then the water's filling up and thomas jane's like reaching down for her. he's like give me your hand and she's like i can't reach i can't reach and then mm-hmm. the shark is just trying to help her out and help her reach by like moving her up so he like grabs her by the leg and then moves her up and then they're just like i'm not touching you you're fucked oh my god okay so if she really was pregnant because it looked like she was birthing the shark when she came out of that water if you read the book she is the mother of sharks <laughs> 
You know? Is there really a book to this movie? Are you just fucking no, with me? No, okay, no, 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 no. I added it to my reading list earlier when you guys said that. <laughs> it's a graphic novel. It's very I mean, graphic. it does sound amazing. Oh, yeah. But I love how we get to see those arms in action at this point, because Thomas Jane is just like monkey barring all over the place. Oh, but yeah, man. I did love Todd's reasoning that monkey bars are the being a comedian of ladders. Like, that's just. Yeah, they're just lazy <laughs> ladders. Yeah. 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 They're like, fuck this. It did a who you going to trust fall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I thought it fell because it was like, who you going to rust? Oh. <laughs> okay, so now they hear another banging. So now the shark is banging at the top of the door, but wait, it's not a shark. Right. Ooh. I knew it was going to be LL Cool J. Yeah, it's yeah. got to right. be. And to this point in the movie, he's the only one with a shark kill count. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The shark gets up to the ladder, but then we see the rope ladder that they've escaped from. So now they're on level one, and they're going to try to take the access stairs all the way to the top, but LL's just like, no, there's fucking water there. You can't do it. Yeah, you can't get um, out there. And then my Michael Rappaport's like, but if we turn on a generator, we can like bilge pumps one of the stairwells dry and then use that to get to the surface. And then Carter's like, Michael, is that going to work? Who you going to trust? Yeah. You going to trust me, right? And then the lady doctor tells LL Cool J she has to go to her room, but doesn't tell him why. But she wants to get her research. But so this is kind of where like they all split up a little bit. This is when LL is talking about the theory of relativity, proving that he is a genius. Okay. Am I really dumb or did that his explanation not at all explain what the theory of relativity? You are not dumb. I didn't think it made any sense at all. Okay. Because I thought I understood Einstein's theory of relativity to a yeah. dumb guy degree. But that just made, if I was like, oh, fuck, Michael Rappaport knows so much more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who are you going to trust, you know? Yeah, exactly. But they do have a sweet moment where, like, they hug, and then he asks pre- LL Cool J to zip him up, and uh, it's sweet. Because they're lovers. Who are you going to lust? <laughs> who are you going to lust? I love mm. it. <laughs> so now Susan is going to get her research stuff, and LL's giving her some shame about that and uh, saying why do you need your data it's pointless and she's like well if without this data like everybody died for no reason which is right. a fair point you know yeah and she killed all of them for no she reason. she did yeah, yeah and- this whole thing will be a who you're gonna bust <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they split up though, because the lady doctor goes to her room, and then Rappaport and Carter go to the uh, where the generator is. That's completely uh. flooded. Rappaport goes all the way there, and then Thomas Jane is like, "Hey." Why don't you stay here? I don't really need your help. So he leaves him in the hallway or whatever, and then he swims down. And this is one of the parts that scared me because Carter's holding his breath for like three minutes or whatever. And he gets to where he sees the generator, but then the dead body of, I think, Tony Soprano's sister, like, comes on the screen, and that scared the shit out of me. That was Papa Skarsgård. Oh, was it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're so mean to Tony Soprano's sister. It scared me so much I looked away. But then Carter goes back to Michael Rappaport and says, I found it, but I need your help. So they both go down there and then Carter gets the thing on. And then when he's outlived his usefulness, Thomas Jane does not tell him there's a shark behind him and just lets the shark take him out. No, no, no. He does. He tries to open his mouth, but the water escapes. (laughs) That's fair. I think he saw that little moment that Michael Rappaport had with LL Cool J and he got a little bit jealous. A little jealous. This is all very like summer campy with the uh, relationships. It is. I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I mean, it's almost like a shark slasher. 
a splasher, if you will. Ooh, a oh, splasher is great. I love that. We're sitting on a gold mine, guys. While the shark is destroying who you're going to trust, yeah. Thomas Jane oh, gets yeah. the fuck out of there and gets back. He right? does. And then we cut back to sort of the lady doctor in her room, and mm-hmm. she's like getting the data out of her closet or whatever. Because that's where you keep your important scientific data is like your personal closet. Yeah, in a Ziploc bag in a closet. So she's mm-hmm. getting her data out of this cabinet or whatever, mm-hmm. and then the model shark swims up on the model turned actress and freaks her out. Yeah. Presumably that research includes the fact that she genetically modified the shark. So yeah. probably oh, yeah. Yeah. that makes more it. sense. That's true. I would imagine she wants to destroy it. But I also think she kind of just wants to save Alzheimer's people and she doesn't oh, care yeah. how she has to do it. Yeah, but I mean a little bit. That's her whole art. Exactly. Yeah. But that's why she has to die. Like I was talking to Natalie while we were watching, and I was like, no, she's definitely gonna die. Because she yeah. can't live through this. All of this is her fault. I thought yeah. she was the main character still uh-uh. until this point. <laughs> uh-uh. She's a tragic hero anyway so the model shark is not a real shark so it doesn't get her but immediately after that the shark does go after her Mm -hmm. and she thinks the best thing to do is to get on top of her desk and rip the electrical cord out of the wall Mm -hmm. but also take her wetsuit off and stand on that it's grounding right well i I understand grounding but that is also doing exactly what her water socks are doing because they have rubber soles yeah so she did not need to take off that because the water socks would 100 percent ground her she does not need to stand on that well she did need to film new content for her only fans so she was just (laughs) for her only fans yeah her only only fans Oh my god, that was so good. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> the shark does come at her and then she like smile motherfucker and she sticks the thing in his mouth. Yeah. Well, you say that that death that shark death is a nod to um Jaws 2. I haven't seen Jaws 2. I have no and idea. And I don't want but... to say any more because we may be watching it soon. All right, so she has electro-sharked this shark. Yes. Meanwhile, all of this is happening. We've got a third story that we have to make sure we mention because LO Cool J, this is when we're finding out his backstory which is that he loved the bottle in the pulpit and he was a terrible father but he's got some sweet recipes that he wants to share with everyone oh i fucking hated this so much because he finds that camera and he's talking right to it and he's talking about all this stupid like shit about i'm gonna leave you my legacy and then his legacy is an omelet recipe well his legacy is an omelet recipe that isn't even good (laughs) Oh, yeah? Uh, Use two eggs, not three, and don't use milk. You're supposed to use milk for density. He says that's a Mm -hmm. myth. Which is ridiculous. It's not a myth hey. if it works, you fucking dumbass. I hate it. Yeah. That. LL oh, Cool J no. can't cook for shit. You heard it here. And if you want to come at us, LL, come on the podcast and defend yourself. Yes, please. Yeah. Wow. I'll cook a better omelet than you any day. Ooh, I want an LL Cool J Armando Torres omelet off. We're going to have to mail them to you, so it's going to get there in like two weeks. It'll be so soggy. So worth it. The underlying thing with LL Cool J is that he believes that crazy shit should be left to white people. Now he's involved in crazy shit. Black people don't survive crazy shit. He knows he's going to die, which makes his arc, you know, what happens with him. I thought that was kind of interesting that his- I do too. 
plot line is like, I got to stay out of danger because I don't want to die. And then he, he gets literally it. says <laughs> brothers never make it out of situations like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leave it to the to the right. white folks. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, w- once he actually verbalizes that in the film, I was like, oh, LL Cool J is going to be the only one to make it out alive. Do you want my fun fact early? Yeah. They were going to kill him off <laughs> earlier in the movie. But he's so amazing. They liked him so much. He's like, no, he's super likable. So they let him live through that. They re- rewrote the script so that he would live. Yeah, they probably gave him more lines, too. They probably, they probably just did. loved him. So now we've got Susan back, and we've got Carter, and we've got LL, and they are the only three left. So they're like, okay, now we got to get down to get out. Yeah, and they're literally going to swim out. 60 feet. Yep. So now they go down to the bottom, and they're getting their life jackets. But he's like, hey, not so fast. You can't have these life jackets because your lungs will pop like a balloon. Which is true. It, it is true, yeah, yeah. Because air expands, and it would, like, pop your lungs. But they do use those life vests and, like, fire extinguishers to, like— Is it the fire extinguisher or is it their, like, air— Jet. I thought it was oxygen tanks. I think it's oh, oxygen it tanks. Might, yeah, yeah, okay, it might be oxygen tanks, but they, they do that to, like, confuse the sharks or yeah. distract the sharks. Because the yes. whole point is they can't have oxygen. They have to be constantly exhaling the whole way up. It's water science, yeah. All right, so they get these distraction things up, and then they hold their breath for a million years and get to the top of the surface. Yeah. And they all three get to the surface alive, and they're okay. And they're like, hey, yeah, we made it. And then Ello gets got by the shark. I mean, it's got his leg, and it's, like, dragging him around. Um, but luckily, he is a Christian and he's got his cross and he stabs oh the shark in the eye with a cross yeah. and so he gets away but he's his legs all fucked up but Carter jumps in to like grab him yeah he swims out to rescue him and the hey. sharks just leave him alone this is a lesson from earlier of why you don't talk shit about my boy Jesus all right <laughs> Blood of Christ and the cross is what saved everyone. You're not wrong. That is true. I mean, this movie does have some interesting religious undertones to it. You know, oh, undercurrents, yeah. if you will. If Ooh. you will, Jen. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, you know I will. <laughs> now they get like a little break because they're all out of the water. And Susan's bandaging right. up his leg and saying he's fine as long as we make it out. But this is also when Susan is saying... We have to kill her. We do, yeah. Because they can't let her escape. And she's yeah. like the shark is smashing her face against the fence trying to get out. Yeah. And then LL Cool J's like, you're like a microbiologist with like a PhD, not like an MD. So like, are you sure my leg is okay? Can we like get another <laughs> But this is when they're talking about what a giant shark thinks about. He thinks about freedom. And he also thinks about the name of the movie. The Deep Blue Sea. Once he gets out, he's getting into the Deep Blue Sea. So yeah. they sharked the name of the movie there. They did shark the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, Jen. Yeah. And so <laughs> this begins our action harpoon sequence with dynamite. And it's pretty awesome. Mostly oh because God. of those arms. But so he's got a harpoon gun and a wire. She's supposed to connect it to dynamite or something. I don't know how she's, this, uh, this is how it works. They shoot the harpoon of dynamite into the shark and then connect it to a positive charge. And that is what sends the signal to blow up the dynamite. Yeah. Oh, is that yeah. what was happening? I thought. <laughs> yes. That they, yes. Yes. I thought yes. that they just put a metal wire into the shark and then connected it to a car battery. And that the shark <laughs> blew up. And they electrocuted the entire ocean. Yeah. No. I'm really glad uh, you broke that down for me because I did not understand. <laughs> this whole thing they're doing here is like a wily coyote kind of uh, yeah. plot point. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is not a plan this is a romp (laughs) (laughs) that is fair yes but he's talking about you should be able to see him spirit anyways they're making their spirit plan together but when you say they that is carter and lady doctor ll cool j is nowhere close to these people just remember that ll cool j is a preacher and a chef 
And that's it. Anyways, so he's trying to, like, now we see the shark, like, trying to bite through the gate, and he's about right. to get out. And Carter can't actually shoot him. Because it's too far away. So Lady Doctor is just thinking to herself, oh, the shark needs some bait. So uh-huh. she cuts her hand and then jumps, jumps in, in the, the water. water like a fucking insane person when she could have just mm-hmm. like squeezed mm-hmm. her hand above the water no, because and let the blood no, get in no. there. She needed to get the shark attracted to the smell of her who you're going to must. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I was even sitting on that one. That was right. <laughs> but anyway so she jumps into the water bleeding from her hand and then you see the shark like as she's trying to break through the fence literally has like a moment and then the shark turns around and starts swimming at her and there's like this cool slow-mo shot where like Mm. she's swimming back and then Carter is like running with the harpoon gun or whatever. This part really pissed me off and I rewound it to watch it twice to make sure I didn't miss something. Instead uh-huh. of doing what the plan is, which is to shoot the shark as it gets closer to her, he puts the harpoon gun down and jumps into the water like a fucking insane person. And seconds later, she gets ripped apart by the shark. And now he's in the water with the shark like an idiot. Although when that shark does come after him, he does the one move that he can do and starts fin riding it. Dude, how much did you guys love the CGI of the shark swimming through the the sunken (laughs) aquatica? But so now we start to get hero music and we see uh, LL Cool J like climbing himself up with his bloody hands and he's like... LL Cool J who does not know how to shoot a harpoon gun and also does not know that you need to connect the other net end of it to either the positive or the negative side of the battery. Bird told him. Bird was dead. <laughs> but so he shoots and I think he misses him. No, he shoots once and it goes through the fin and the leg of Carter. Of Thomas Jane. Yeah. It impales the leg of Thomas Jane. And then when he gets out of the water, it's just the cut on the top of his leg. Yep. they He would have had to have ripped all of that yes. muscle out of his leg. Which, listen, if you can do that, you need to do that because you're about to be exploded if not. But, like, it is just like a surface wound when he gets out of the water. Yeah. Yes. It got better. Well, okay, but so he's attached to the shark. The harpoon is through him and the fin. And so now the shark is about to get out into the deep blue sea. And he goes through this tiny hole, and the hole is not big enough for Thomas Jane also. Oh, yeah, that's what. So that's what rips (laughs) him off of the shark. And so he's safe. And the shark gets, like, 20 feet out and just explodes all over the place. Well, because well, he connects oh, it to the battery. Yeah. The wire, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 LL like figure slowly figures it out or something. And then you see Carter surface mm-hmm. and LL Cool J is like, Yeah, we did it. Yeah. Bring me some sushi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though both of them have like pretty traumatic leg injuries, and I don't think yeah. they would be in such good spirits. No. Yeah. Carter finally does swim up to him and get yeah. out. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if I heard this right, but then LL Cool J says Take me back to the ghetto. Uh-huh. And yeah. then Carter just says, Amen. <laughs> well, what else is he gonna say? That's he's he's like, I don't he know. Understand. Maybe are you are you okay? That must have hurt a lot. How's your leg? You also got a, a leg hey, injury. Hey Todd. Oh, that's a lot of words. Yeah. Hey Todd, <laughs> you and I may have had different uh backgrounds growing up, so you might not know this, but I'm here to let you know the ghetto, very few sharks. 
Really? <laughs> I mean, I get that. I understand there aren't many sharks in the ghetto. But he's also giving him shit for shooting him in the leg, too. He's like, 25-foot shark, and he hit me. But he also hit the shark, Jen. That's true. Hey, I, hey, I didn't say it. It's Carter's fucking fault for holding on to the shark. Yeah. That's true. And for being in the water in the first place. Yeah. Luckily, though, he's built like an oven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. I do also like his little part where he's like, there's only three sharks, right? And then he lifts his feet out. Because I was like, yeah, yeah. what happened to all the other sharks in the tank too also the ocean there are sharks there so he lifts his feet out of the water and then we hear deepest bluest no 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 no. they see the boat come with the the, the, the staff's that's right and they're like what the fuck that party must have been a rager (laughs) wait was that over an entire weekend yes that was the whole weekend yeah and think about the perspective of the people who are coming back on the boat they're yeah. coming back to do their jobs and they come back and their aquatica has sunk and the only two people left alive are Thomas Jane and LL Cool J. Those people were like, what the fuck happened at Susan's party? Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad we skipped out on that bitch's party. And, and that's, that's the, the movie. movie. Yeah. Roll credits. So having seen the movie a few times and now having talked about the movie, what do you guys think? It's a good movie. It's a really, really fun movie. Very Agreed. honestly... I, uh, when I watched this movie as a kid, it terrified me. But then I kept, you know, I've watched it a few times since then. It's kind of yeah. why I like horror. Um, not just this movie, just my dad being a dick. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I like this movie a lot. It's really fun. It's got like a big uh, nostalgia factor for me. I've never analyzed it before, though. And that was really fun is realizing that <laughs> the biggest twist of the movie is when Susan Fish and Chips dies. I was like, oh, shit, she's not the lead character. <laughs> and that happens five minutes before the end of the movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's like a yeah. huge twist. And then you remember that he's the first person you see on screen that's a main character. And you're like, oh, yeah. fuck. But it's just he's so his character does nothing for so yeah. long. So, Mike, you're down. What did you guys think? fucking loved it it's stupid but it's fun and i mean yeah. it's so it is dumb. stupid yeah. but i mean it's still it also like the plot like it goes places it's it goes yeah. a lot of hallways like it moves yeah i thought the movie was fucking rad i really enjoyed it although th- there were some parts that scared me but they were few and it was very very watchable but yeah you're yeah. right it is sort of a stupid fun movie like it's a great b movie right exactly and it's got sharks in it you know yeah. and one of the best kills in horror i think i think that samuel l jackson kill is the best kill in horror that i've seen at least yeah it's, really? I, it might really? be in my top yeah five. no yeah no definitely well let's get in the box office then let's talk some box office all stuff. right all right so what do you guys think the budget for this movie was remember it came out in 1999 20 million 69 million. Did you say 69 million? Yeah. It was actually 60 million dollars. Oh! oh! So yeah, you were very very close. Oh nice. my god. They spent 60 million dollars on this. Oh yes, my god. Yes, they spent 60 million dollars on this movie. Okay. Now, what do you guys <laughs> think it made domestically in just its opening weekend? So the first weekend it was out. 420 million. <laughs> 20 million. 70 million. All right. So in its first week out it made $19 million. It was number three at the box office. It was beat by Runaway Bride and The Blair Witch Project. Ooh, I watched that before I went camping. Oh, yeah? Your dad was mean. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't have a dad. I had an older brother. Do you understand that? (laughs) I actually 
actually saw the Blair Witch Project. That's like one of the movies I saw in the theater when I was in high school. I took a date, and she never went on a date with me after that. Yeah, it did not go well. Sorry, Rachel. Should have gone to see Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, you should have. You really should have gone to see Deep Blue Sea. I know. Deep Blue Sea beat The Haunting, Inspector Gadget, American Pie, Eyes Wide Shut, Big Daddy, and Star Wars Episode One. That's respectable. Yeah, I think it did great. So what do you guys think it made worldwide in its entire theatrical run? So, like, how much did it make all over? $420 million. Oh. This one I'm stirring <laughs> This one I believe I have a chance. $421 million. Oh, Son of a beast. Mikey, do you want to guess? $81 million. You coward. <laughs> Mikey, it made twice that. It made $165 million <laughs> no. in the box office. Yeah. Nice. It made a shitload of money. I realize it was a hun- it was sixty million dollars to make, so it was not a cheap movie to make, but it still made a lot of money. Yeah, that's respectable. Yeah. So that's box office. Jen, do you have some fun facts for us? I do have some fun facts. So this was written by Duncan Kennedy. He was inspired to write this because he's from Australia and he witnessed uh, the remains of a horrific shark attack and the the remains of this body Jesus. washed up on the beach. I know. And the quote I got was there was not much left of him. So that's when he, you know, wrote this movie about super intelligent sharks. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the shark thing. I bet that shark had a huge brain, man. Yeah, man. Um, It was directed by Rennie Harlan, who also directed Cliffhanger and The Long Kiss Goodnight, which is when he worked with Samuel L. Jackson. And he directed Die Hard 2. And he he specifically cast it so that it would be really hard for you to tell who was going to die, you know? Yeah. Because, like, Thomas J. This was Thomas Jane's kind of breakout role, and he's done a lot of stuff since then, but, like, nobody really knew who he was back then. The tanks that they used were the, the tanks that they used for to film the movie Titanic. And so they Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, cuz Titanic was 97, I think, and this was filming yeah. about a year after that. So they built all the tank the sets on top of these tanks. No shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Most of the sharks were either animatronic or CGI. They did have a gigantic animatronic shark, which I imagine was for the part when he's on the table during the lab scene. Um, yeah. And I already said that he was specifically one foot longer than Jaws. So there's a scene with Stellan Skarsgård when they have gotten him hooked onto the helicopter and they're running back and then a bunch of water like washes them over and they all fall down. Um, and that was actually an accident. They accidentally let go of a bunch of water, like a bunch of tons of water. I forgot how much. It was a but shitload like, of water. You it see was. it in the movie. Yeah. And it hits yeah. Carter hard. And they use it, but but nobody had any safety harnesses on, so they were all, like, flopping all over the place, and they oh, ended Jesus. up using that. I know. But, no, I mean, I guess nobody got hurt. The license plate that got pulled out of the tiger shark is the same license plate as the one they pull out of the tiger shark in Jaws. Remember when they cut his uh, stomach yeah. open? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are quite a few references That's super to interesting, Jaws. yeah. But what I think is interesting is that it references it so much, but it's a completely different movie. You know, like, it doesn't feel like it's it just does not at all trying feel like to remake yeah. Jaws, you know? Yeah. And I do think the ways they reference it are pretty clever. Um, Okay, so Samuel L. Jackson was originally supposed to play the chef. He was supposed to be Ella Cool J's part. Really? Yeah, but his management did not want him to play a chef in the movie. So they wrote the character of Harlan for him, and he said he took the role because he wanted to be in a monster movie. And when he was talking about it, he was like, no, I'm going to give you this really awesome death scene. It's going to be really cool. You're not going to make it through the whole movie, but your death is going to be super memorable. And it really is. I think that's the thing that people remember most from this movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so after production, they went to the Bahamas to shoot with some real sharks. 
So some of those scenes are him actually swimming. I think it's the scene where he's swimming with the tiger sharks. Those are yeah. him swimming with real sharks, but they would only let him do that after he'd finished all of the other scenes. That makes so, sense. <laughs> in case he got eaten. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he gave an interview about it. He said it was terrifying. Saffron Burroughs is the actress who plays Susan, the lady doctor. She was originally supposed to survive. Oh, yeah? <laughs> but after a test screening... They felt like she was the villain, and so she would have she to be punished. She is the villain, yeah. yeah. Kind of like what you guys were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she is. But she originally did not. Um, okay, so I got some facts about Bird. They couldn't afford a fully trained parrot, so they got <laughs> two parrots. <laughs> they this got movie's a- $60 million. I know, man. Well, those sharks are expensive, okay? They're like I at the top of their game. I just love we live in a world where a fully trained parrot is super expensive, but two <laughs> half-trained parrots are super cheap. Todd, buy in bulk. <laughs> exactly. They got one parrot that's good at the flying, and they got the other parrot that's good at the sitting on the shoulder. And so they just cut them in. I don't know if they had to paint any feathers or anything. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. So there are two sequels. I think one is in development for Netflix. I yeah, the Deep third Blue Sea really? 2. Yeah, Deep Blue Sea 2 went to direct-to-video in 2018. And then Deep Blue Sea, I think, is in development at Netflix right now. That's a huge delay between movies. It yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, for a movie that did pretty well. And it did real well, well, yeah. Yeah. All right, and my last fun fact, this is my favorite fun fact, is that after, so Stephen King was in an accident in 1999. He got hit by a van. And this was the first movie he went to see after he got out of the hospital and had recovered enough. And he loved it. And he went in a wheelchair with his wife. As he said, my first trip after Aww. being smacked by a van and almost killed was to the movies. I went in my wheelchair and I loved every minute of it. That's a solid Aww. review by anybody. I know. Let alone Stephen fucking King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are my fun facts. Well, thank you for your fun facts, Jen. Well, you're Let's very do welcome. The scary scale. Hey, listeners. Our scary scale is our scale we use to rank how scary we think the movie is. It's not a ranking of the quality of the movie. It's how scared we were today when we watched it. Our one example is Ghostbusters, and our ten example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All right, Mondo, you want to give us your ranking? Yeah, I'd probably put this at a one, like right with All Ghostbusters. Right. It's just a <laughs> yeah. good time. Like, you don't... Yeah. The thing is, is every single person who dies is in it who dies in it at one point you go ah okay yeah you're kind of a dick right. <laughs> you deserve right. this yeah. yeah yeah i would consider this action horror yeah. too yeah. except oh, except for michael rapaport he doesn't do anything bad in the film just to me personally in real life i know <laughs> Look, you can't trust him okay he deserves no. it he no left- matter how many times he says <laughs> exactly. it i know he left that pin open he left that he pin did. Open. so i'll put it at a one todd what you got i'll give it a two because there were two moments that like made me jump but that was it it was not very scary like, yeah. i do think like a horror virgin because could definitely watch this movie and enjoy the fuck out of it because it's red it's awesome yeah uh mikey i'm gonna go ahead with the one <laughs> <laughs> all right shocking i think i'm gonna give it a two because there was a moment i don't remember what moment it was but there was a moment that got me too and that's our scary scale well thank you jen well this week you guys made me watch deep blue sea what are you guys making me watch next week well guys we're sticking with our aquatic horror theme and yeah. we are watching underwater next week Ooh. Yeah. i like i like that movie a lot i do too I'm i hear excited. it's extremely scary it's pretty scary yeah, it's pretty scary yeah yeah mm-hmm. i fucking hate this kind of stuff tune in next week to hear how terrified we get so guys your homework for next week is to watch that movie uh, all right so mikey while you're looking up a review let me tell them how they they can have their review run in the podcast. And that is simply to just leave us a five-star review on Apple iTunes. 
and leave us, you know, something funny to read. You know, give Mikey uh, <laughs> accents or some emojis or whatever, and we'll make it fun. It'll be great. I wonder what a shark sounds like reading a review. Ooh, I would love to hear some shark reviews. Or a parrot. Okay, so this review comes from Cameron91. Nice. Uh, he wants me to read it in a Manchester accent. Ooh. Think Oasis Liam Gallagher. Todd, what is a Manchester accent? I don't know, Mikey. It's like Britain. It's like Daphne from Frasier. It's like, hey, governor, just... you're my wonder wall. Okay. You got it. You got it. Okay, all right, let's yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh oh, it's gonna be awesome. <clears throat> this <laughs> wow. This gang. Oh, <laughs> oh, this gang is one in a million. Wow. Great episodes every week, <laughs> and Facebook community, which makes my everyday. Is this is it Italian? <laughs> I, it always goes to Italian. I love, I, it. okay. I love it. One thing I always wished for was <laughs> to hear Wick O'Clock for candle time in the witch episode. Oh, oh. Wick O'Clock. <laughs> that I could definitely see myself rifing with the group. <laughs> if I were a choice between team couch or team chair, i take team floor <laughs> and be joining force think Switzerland and the UN, but that's just because I could never pick both sides in this awesome (laughs) horror family. Oh, my God. Uh, Made lockdown all the more manageable, having (laughs) these folks in the mix. Jen is the pod mama, and I never knew I needed, and Todd Mikey (laughs) put my brothers to shame for the banter. (laughs) Thumbs up emoji. One to listen. Five stars. Wow, nice. I just want to say, Mikey, thank you for taking on that accentical journey that you just, yeah, that you just took us on, like the biggest journey ever. I loved it. And thank you very much, Camer- is it Camerad? Camerad91? Thank you so much for that awesome five-star review, guys. If you want us to read your review, leave us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, and we will do just that. They didn't even yeah. say anything oh. nice about me, though. Well, you, this is your first time <laughs> guesting, Mondo. This is- <laughs> Mondo, leave a review and mention yourself, and I'll read it Okay, next that sounds Aww. good. I want you to read it in a Manchester <laughs> accent. <laughs> nice. Yo, know, Mondo, will you do us a favor and explain where people can listen to your awesome, awesome podcast? Yes. That I have been lucky enough to be a guest on, and I fucking love. I listen to it weekly. Like, because I edit this podcast, and our your episodes come on on Monday, too, I listen to your podcast on Monday <laughs> because I've heard our episode that's already dropped on, that drops that same time. I've heard it a thousand times already. So where can they listen to it? You can listen to Colt Podcast uh, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts. Our logo is a big kool-aid jar tipping over with our faces um you can also go to coltpodcastshow.com you can find all of our episodes there they're super free you can follow us on social media at colt podcast you can also follow me on instagram and twitter at mondo does stuff that's m-a-n-d-o does stuff all one word and i'll just say this if you get a chance after this pandemic is over to see mondo live he is fucking hilarious. We just both happened to be in San Francisco at the same time, which are not cities that we live in. No. <laughs> and he was like, hey, come out. I'm doing a set. So I like went out and checked it out. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, that's It was awesome. great. And then we got tacos afterwards. It was so much fun. Yeah, man. Nice. I love San Francisco. It's so fun. That's probably yeah, like one of my favorite dope. cities to visit. But God, I could not have. I could never afford to live there. No, no. <laughs> I can't afford to Airbnb. Yeah, there. I can barely <laughs> afford to visit there. 
We are a member of the Consequence Podcast Network, which means you should check out all of their great shows like Like Halloweenies and Losers Club, Fifth Dimension, This Must Be the Gig, and This Must Be the Gig just celebrated their 100th episode, too. Oh, and I love This Must Be the Gig, man. She's yeah. great. She's a great interviewer, yeah. Kyle uh-huh. Meredith with The Opus, The Assembly, and Ghost Echoes. Also check out their website, Consequence of Sound, and you know, if you want to check out our shit, go to HorrorVirgin.com or at HorrorVirgin on all the socials, but on the website is where you'll get Jen's blog and links to the merch and awesome yeah. stuff like that. If you want to follow us all individually, Jen is at Jen with two N's for Ratu. Mikey is at, at M Randolph 24 and I am at Todd J Awesome. If you want to financially support the show, please do by going to patreon.com slash horror virgin. We got a lot of great levels and a lot of great things, a lot of great video content, bonus episodes, shit like that. Uh, one should have just come out last Friday. So check it out. We do two a month and they're, I don't know. I think they're pretty great. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But if you can't financially support the show, please, if you want your daily free content, Join that Facebook community. We just yeah. hit 800 members and we like blew past it. It was awesome. Oh, man. So That's thank awesome. you guys that are already in it for joining an awesome community. We appreciate it. And guys, don't miss out on that daily free content. Can we thank Armando for giving us the idea of making a Facebook yes, group? Yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. Mondo is the reason we have a Facebook group because we met at Panic Fest in Kansas City and he was like, do you guys have a Facebook group? And we mm-hmm. were like, no. And he goes, do it and we did and we it did. was the best decision nah, he, ever. he was like he's like you fucking losers yeah. <laughs> he, well he, he, you're he, not a real podcast said, i said do you have a facebook group and he goes no should i and i go todd who are you gonna trust <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna be it for us tonight thank you so much for joining yeah. us for this amazing movie and thank you armando for being an amazing guest yeah. yes thank you so much for joining us it was so much fun thanks for having me i'm jen i'm mikey and i'm your horror virgin todd guys Have a great week. Bye. Trust me, nerds. Consequence Podcast Network.